0: Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by a Dominican poet named Rina Espayot. Um, I'm not 100% sure how to say her name, I'm sorry to say, and I'm kind of now realizing that I have not often said it out loud. <laughs> so if I butchered that, I um, I apologize. She was born in January of 1932 in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. She's bilingual. She's a bilingual Dominican-American poet and translator, and she has published 11 collections of poetry. I believe she has one out newly or about to come out that is her 12th. Her work has been featured in many magazines, including Poetry, The American Scholar, and many other places. She won the award for the Howard Nemirov Sonnet Award twice, actually, and she was the judge in 2012. Her second poetry collection, Where Horizons Go, was published uh, along with a 1998 T.S. Eliot Prize, and in 2001, she won the Richard Wilbur Award. She is also a translator who has translated the poetry of Robert Frost and Richard Wilbur into Spanish. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Workshop. It's from a collection called Landscapes with Women, which came out in 1999. Where have you been, says my old friend the poet, and what have you been doing? The question weighs and measures me like an unpaid bill, hangs in the air, waiting for some remittance. Well, I've been coring apples, layering them in raisins and brown sugar. I've been finding what's always lost, mending and brushing, pruning houseplants, remembering holidays. The wisdom of others thunders past me like sonic booming. What I know of the world fits easily in the palm of one hand and lies quietly there, like a child's cheek. Spoon-fed to me each evening, history puts on my children's faces, because they are the one alphabet all of me reads. I've been setting the table for the dead, rehearsing the absence of the living, seasoning age with names for the unborn. I've been putting a life together, like supper, like a poem, with what I have. One of the things that makes Rina Espaiat such a wonderful poet is the consistency with which she um, measures her poems, the consistency within her poems. I love the way the images just um, refer back to one another throughout, enriching the previous iteration of that image. So early on we get the, the, the idea of coring apples, layering them in raisins and brown sugar. And then we get this image of what she knows of the world lying easily in the palm of a hand, lying there quietly. Uh, like a child's cheek, so you could imagine the the fruit being layered in the palm of her hand, and you know the, the, that image reflects those two images reflect one another. And then there's the in the in the next stanza, spoon fed to me each evening, history. I've been setting the table for the dead. Um, seasoning comes back. Um, I've been putting a life together like supper. This very subtle, seemingly simple image of preparing food comes back again and again and again. You know, it's this sort of f- simple, on the surface, quotidian image that enriches the poem so much. Well, enriches, you know, no pun intended. Uh, because it's consistently there, because it keeps coming back to it, it's the thing that we can grasp onto as the reader to get a sense of what to do with the poem, well, how to experience it, or perhaps even what it means, if we care. Um, and even this, the idea of a question weighing and measuring her like a bill like an unpaid bill. Um, There is, of course, the reference to paying bills, you know, more sort of quotidian work, which gets repeated throughout the poem over and over again. Um, The finding of things that are lost, mending and the brushing and the pruning houseplants and remembering birthdays, all these things that are sort of quotidian. But the question weighing and measuring her harkens back again to this idea of preparing food, um, of proper ratios. And the title, of course, is Workshop. So my imagination takes me to a poet's workshop. The other poet saying, well, what have you been up to? Probably they've been talking about all the great things, the adventures they've been going on to inform their poetry and things like that. And she's thinking, I've been, I've been home. I guess I've been raising kids. I've been fixing things and making food and brushing hair and um, maybe even brushing teeth and remembering birthdays, taking care of these children. Um, I've been trying to learn things about the world. I mean, these people In my group, I've been off going on their adventures, learning about the world. And she admits what I know of the world fits easily in the palm of one hand. But then when you think about it, in the palm of one hand is, you know, there's so many lines and so many creases and so much complication. The palm of a hand might not be large, but the fact that it's got the creases and that a a cheek could fit in it is so rich and meaningful that it's almost more important than filling it with a lot of facts. Or perhaps even suggests that the experience of that cheek being in the palm of the hand next to all the creases in the hand is just as valuable as any adventure that uh, any of the other people in her workshop are going on. This is not, I'm not saying this is exactly what she's saying, but this is where my imagination takes me. So I love this poem. It's, um, it's really lovely. So one more time. Here is Workshop by Rena Espyat. Where have you been, says my old friend, the poet, and what have you been doing? The question weighs and measures me like an unpaid bill, hangs in the air, waiting for some remittance. Well, I've been coring apples, layering them in raisins and brown sugar. I've been finding what's always lost, mending and brushing, pruning houseplants, remembering birthdays. The wisdom of others thunders past me like sonic booming. What I know of the world fits easily in the palm of one hand and lies quietly there, like a child's cheek. Spoon-fed to me each evening, history puts on my children's faces, because they are the one alphabet all of me reads. I have been setting the table for the dead, rehearsing in the absence of the living, seasoning age with names for the unborn. I've been putting a life together, like supper, poem, with what I have. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back tomorrow with another one for you.